0: Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlocks big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features, get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock a book about the philosophy of mind, intuition pumps and other tools for thinking. For many people, philosophy seems complex or entangled in seemingly obvious concepts, tirelessly reiterating the questions of who are we? And where do we come from? The book we will introduce today is focused on reaching these people. It is a book that everyone can understand and has been well received by the public. The author of this book, Daniel Dennett, is a world-renowned philosopher. He is famous for his cross-disciplinary approach, integrating computer science, neuroscience, linguistics, and artificial intelligence into his studies on philosophy. When his friends asked him why he didn't join the ranks of science, he stated that he would use this multi-dimensional approach to take advantage of both sides. He is incredibly proficient at using scientific methods to analyze philosophy, especially when it comes to using cognitive science and evolution to explain philosophical issues such as the human mind, consciousness, and free will. The titular intuition pumps are a concept created by Dennett. They are a type of thought experiment designed to increase intuition in individuals. Thought experiments are different from research carried out in a laboratory. There are no test tubes or beakers, rather you use your brain's own imagination to conceive and analyze different thoughts. Intuition is a difficult trait to acquire but Dennett claims that these thought experiments can pump intuition into our thought processes, training our minds to better perceive and interact with both our internal and external worlds. Using these well-designed intuition pumps, he guides us, exploring the mind, consciousness and the other more subjective aspects of the human experience. This book is rich in content and contains as many as 77 different intuition pumps and thinking tools. We have selected several that best embody Dennett's philosophy and we will lay them out in the following three parts. Part 1 – Thinking Tools of Meaning and Content Part 2 – Thinking Tools of Consciousness Part 3, Thinking Tools of Free Will Let's begin with a thought-provoking question, how exactly does the brain understand and form a belief? Consider the two sentences, I am hungry in English and Wailu in Chinese. While they are in different languages and contain different words, grammatical structures, and pronunciations, they both aim to express the same meaning and content, the speaker is hungry. It's acknowledged that language is the messenger of meaning and content, yet we often take this process for granted and overlook how the brain actually interprets these arbitrary sounds into usable information. In the modern age, it is easy to think of the brain as a computer. Surely, the meaning and content of any message or word are stored somewhere in the brain, just like data files stored within a hard disk. Now, let's use this simile and an intuition pump to try and construct a thought experiment and see how our intuition can be stimulated to better understand how the brain actually functions. Today, neuroscientists can insert false memories into laboratory mice by stimulating a certain neuron in their brain, causing them to believe that they had an experience that never actually took place. What if the same procedure was performed on a human? For example, let's suppose that a neuroscientist implanted a misconception into the brain of test subject Tom. It reads, I have a brother living in Cleveland. What do you think will happen? When Tom is asked by one of his friends whether he has any brothers or sisters, Tom will answer, yes, I have a brother who lives in Cleveland. However, when asked about his brother's name, how do you suppose Tom will answer? He will likely respond with something along the lines of, "Name?" Whose name? Oh my gosh, what was I saying? I don't have an older brother. So, what can we take away from this intuition pump? Well, it shows us that a person can't possess a standalone belief. A belief is networked into and relies on others to exist, therefore it cannot exist in isolation. The belief that I have an older brother living in Cleveland means we also need to know the brother's name, job, hobbies, and so on and so forth. Without support, any implanted false beliefs will be rejected by the brain. So let's return to our computer example. As we've seen, meanings and content are not stored independently. Whereas a computer can hold many different types of unrelated data in different locations on its hard drive, the human brain's data is distributed and interconnected. Moreover, beliefs or thoughts do not exist mechanically. That is, our brains require context to store and keep information. For example, one could not hold the belief of them having an older brother and the belief of them being the only child at the same time, whereas a computer could hold an infinite amount of conflicting information without any negative effect. To better understand meaning, Dennett introduced the concept of folk psychology. As the name implies, folk psychology is our ability as humans to interpret the people and things around us. This ability is acquired naturally, without formal education. For example, if you were told that wild salmon do not wear hearing aids, you're likely not to be surprised by this news. However, when asked how you know this information, was it already told to you by someone? Did you read it in a book? You might find yourself unsure how to answer. You don't recall acquiring this information, you just know it to be true. There are many other examples of common-sense notions, such as the fact that objects fall without support, drinking water can quench your thirst, and that four apples are more than two apples. So, does that mean that folk psychology is something we were born with? Or is it taught during childhood by our parents? This is a complex question that strikes at the heart of the nature versus nurture debate. In Dennett's case he uses science to prove that the answer is a bit of both. We are not born as a complete blank slate, but neither do we have all the cognitive tools necessary to interact with ourselves and the world around us. To better illustrate this, let's use a wild thought experiment. Suppose you are abducted by aliens who imprison you in the head of a giant robot. This control room is a confined space with neither windows nor doors. One of the walls is covered from top to bottom with flashing signal lights of various colors, while the other is densely packed with different buttons. The aliens tell you that each like indicates information on the status of the robot. This information is relayed by inputs from the robot's high-definition video eyes, microphone ears, touch sensors, and olfactory sensors. As for the buttons, they are used to control the robot's actions. The aliens, wishing to play a sadistic game, have placed the robot in an extremely dangerous environment and your job is to pilot the robot according to the lights and help it escape its predicament. If the robot is destroyed, you will also face death. Now, as you stare at the overwhelming multitude of lights and buttons, you have no clue where to begin. Wouldn't things be so much easier if these buttons were labeled? Or, if there was a window and you could at least see what the robot does when you push a button, gradually learning how to operate it through trial and error? Unfortunately for you, this isn't the case and without incredible luck it looks like this may be the end our brains face a similar dilemma. Trapped in a skull without windows, thousands of inputs are busy bringing in external information, and thousands of outputs control how our muscles contract and expand. However, if our brains were really as helpless as someone trapped in the alien's dastardly game, no one would survive into adulthood. Even something as simple as breathing or avoiding a source of pain requires the processing of input information and reacting to it via some output. You were trapped within the robot without any knowledge of how it works. You don't know which control button the input signal corresponds to, and you don't know which state of the robot corresponds to which light. In contrast, from the moment we are born our brains are already relating input and output information. An infant can already recognize inputs from its stomach that tell it that it is hungry. It goes through a logical psychological process to summon food, namely crying until its parents come. The brain has certain capabilities that ensure it knows what to look for and help it make rational connections. As the famous cognitive psychologist and psycholinguist Stephen Arthur Pinker said, the brain is not born a blank slate. Our brains have been shaped by natural selection for generations, so it's only natural that some preferences, anticipations and associations are built in, without the need of additional annotations and explanations. If this weren't the case, the newborn brain would be completely powerless like you trapped in a robot. So how exactly did these presets come to be? Keeping in theme, we will use another giant robot to explain how humans acquired built-in psychological tools. This time you're a top engineer and artificial intelligence expert, and you have always dreamed of experiencing life in the future. The only feasible way to achieve this using your current technology is to use a cryogenic system to hibernate until you are automatically awakened after a thousand years. Before executing this plan, you need to consider how to protect the refrigerated cabin from being damaged during the next thousand years, as well as provide a continuous supply of energy. The future is too unstable to entrust your children and grandchildren to help with maintenance. What if there is a nuclear war, or someone forgets to plug you in overnight? The safest option is to use your engineering and AI knowledge to create a mobile robot that will automatically avoid danger in search for sources of energy. During the entire freezing process, you are in a deep sleep state, unable to operate the robot yourself. So, you let this robot have the ability to learn on its own, based on previous experience. In other words, the robot is designed to learn and analyze independently, then make its own decisions. It walks around, carefully observing and searching for available energy and materials. It can keenly recognize various dangers and sometimes needs to cooperate with similar robots to obtain energy. However, due to the autonomy you gave it, it will develop a personality, goals, and dreams of its own. It might, for example, be persuaded by other robots to protect other people or become the robot emperor of the world. The story of humankind is quite similar. According to the strong supporter of the theory of evolution, Richard Dawkins, we and all other living creatures are survival machines, or objects created to protect and pass on our genes. After hundreds of millions of years of evolution and gradual improvement, we seem to have forgotten this goal. This process was the engineer to our own giant robot, our brains. Originally they were just a better survival machine, allowing us to solve the issues of self-protection, resource gathering, and the passing on of our genes but just like the robot, once given basic input-output responses and the ability to learn, we developed our own goals, a sense of purpose, and meaning. This is where our presets come from, as well as how we gain more cognitive tools from our environment and peers as we grow. Alright, that concludes part 1. This section discussed how the formation of meaningful ideas and beliefs in our brains. Dennett believes that this process is, in part, based on genetic presets, without which we are as helpless as someone trapped in a robot, unable to understand or react to the information overflow from the outside world. We've also learned that these beliefs are not mechanically stored in the brain, rather they are interconnected in a neural network. Today we are just sharing limited content. To unlock more key insights of world-class bestseller, please download our app. Just search for Buki at Apple Store or Google Play, get your free mind snack now.